Hey there, hashtag Activate Purpose Tribe. This is Regine Corona, your host. I'm going to run the intro and I'll be right back. Hi, welcome to Hashtag Activate Purpose with Regine Corona. I'm a wife, mom, community advocate, and social entrepreneur, and I'm living a life on purpose. Join me as I talk about leaving a nine-to-five career to step into purpose and what it takes to discover your purpose, transform your life around that purpose, and create a purpose-driven business. See, I believe that when we find purpose and activate it in our lives, we are able to find greater joy in the work that we do and have greater impact in the world. When we live in purpose, we can create, inspire, innovate, serve, and make money doing what we love. Let's talk all things purpose. Hey there, I am jumping on. This is not um, a regular podcast episode, but I, I had some thoughts and I really wanted to share them with you. So, you know, it's one of those days I get up and I have some things on my mind and I thought, you know what, why not record and share them with the tribe? So here goes. First of all, I've been at the dentist this morning and my mouth is still a little numb, so forgive me if it sounds like I'm slurring at all. Second of all, I started thinking this morning about how we spend our time, what we place our energy into. And I was having a monthly accountability call with a friend of mine. As we got toward the end of the call, we were talking about things that we've been doing that are kind of like time sucks. You know, I'm sure you're familiar with those, right? Have you ever experienced where you find yourself doing something and it's really not moving you closer towards any particular goal? It's just taking up time. And more importantly, it's taking you away from accomplishing other goals that will get you closer to living a life on purpose and achieving what you aspire to achieve. This particular conversation that she and I were having, I would say that it was a part two conversation about three or four weeks ago, well, about three weeks ago now, we went together to a summit. And while we were at that summit, I asked her the question whether or not she felt like some things she had been doing lately was consuming more of her energy and keeping her from producing and moving forward on some of the goals she had around a new business that she's starting. And today she came back and said, you know, I really thought more about the question that you asked. And so I find myself assessing the things that I'm doing a little bit more to determine if they're really things that I should be doing. And she said, I'm finding that I'm actually removing some things from my list uh, that I normally do because they aren't serving me well in terms of helping me to move closer to my goals. So after she and I got off of the phone this morning and I was in the dental chair trying to distract myself from what I was experiencing in the chair, I started thinking more about this and I thought about how often do we spend time and energy doing things that really are not things we should be doing. They're taking away 
from what we should be doing. They're distracting us from things that we should be focused on. And I know that this are tightly tied to our goals. Either they prevent us from achieving our goals or they slow us down in achieving our goals. Or if we don't have goals that we can stay connected into, it makes it much more easy for us to get distracted with those things. So let's be more specific. I'm gonna relate this back to my own life and my own um, daily routine. Many of you know that I run a nonprofit organization and I also run a consulting business that has up until lately been separate from the nonprofit. It was its own for-profit business, but I'm now rolling it into the nonprofit as an additional stream of revenue to support our social mission. In that work, there are a lot of things that I am responsible for doing to move the organization forward, to grow the capacity of the organization, to grow the reach of the organization, and to accomplish our mission. But I find that there are times where I, well, let me back up. I believe that as nonprofit leaders, it's important for us to start disrupting the nonprofit space and, and borrowing from for-profit business models to help sustain the nonprofit business because after all a nonprofit corporation or business is just like any other business except for the fact that two primary things that differentiate it one is it is tax exempt if you're a 501c3 you are tax exempt in the United States under IRS laws and rules the second thing is as a nonprofit entity the board does not profit share. Typically in a for-profit company, your board and your investors will share in profits. In a nonprofit, that is not the case. Um, the, the board and the founder, I am the founder of this organization. I don't benefit from the profits of the organization. I am an employee of the organization just like any other employee, and I get paid as an employee, but I, I do not receive anything from the profits. The profits are all um, rolled over back into the organization to help sustain the mission of the organization. And rather than calling it profits, we call it reserves. And so there's a big misnomer that because you're a nonprofit, you can't profit and that's absolutely not true actually if you are a good leader you should be planning and driving towards profit so that you have reserves when times are lean or times are tough then if if a grant is discontinued and not renewed or if donors uh, are you know drop off and you don't replace them then your reserves allow you to continue to deliver your social services and meet your social mission without having an interruption in services. So that's a little side note on um, nonprofits and for-profits and a part of this podcast eventually will begin to talk about those technical things for those of you that are interested. 
But for the purposes of today's conversation, I just wanted to throw it out there because I, I primarily run a nonprofit business day to day. And I borrow from for-profit business models to help generate income. And what I find is that sometimes I am out searching for information or I am paying for training or becoming part of groups, you know, the infamous famous uh, Facebook groups, which are great. Some of them, though, can be a time suck. How often do you find yourself out on Facebook or on Instagram or Twitter? And, and before you know it, you get started. And before you know it, you've been out there for an hour, hour and a half. Let's talk about that hour or hour and a half that you are spending consuming someone else's content. There's nothing wrong with consuming content. We actually need it. We need it as part of our self-development, as part of our growth. Um, we need it to help us move to our next in terms of understanding technically, if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner or in your sphere of um, expertise, your career, your industry, you know, you can go out and get information and learn new things. Learning is an important part of living a life on purpose. It's an important part of, of your existence, of my existence. But what we have to be very careful of is that we're not spending so much time consuming that we're taking away from our own efforts and goals to produce. This is especially true if you are an entrepreneur, a business owner, a nonprofit leader. If you are spending more time consuming and not enough time producing, that is a problem. And this ties back to the whole discussion around distractions and how are you um, spending your time and your energy because that's so important. Jim Rohn said time is more valuable than money. And part of the reason for that is because you can go out and get more money. You cannot go back and get more time. You can't go back and get the time that you've already lost. So every bit of time deserves your good stewardship and management. And I have been guilty of ineffective management of my time at various times. There are times where I'm on it and I'm really good at managing my time. And there are other times where I have not been very good at it. And so much like I asked my, my friend and accountability partner this question about, did she feel like she was spending more time consuming rather than producing or doing the things to move towards her goals, I'm gonna ask you the same question. I encourage you to sit down, take a moment, and write down how you spend your time in the day. And if you find that you are spending far too much time listening, reading, watching, and you're not producing something of your own, then I am going to encourage you to set a goal over the next 30 days to reduce your consumption time 
by 20%. That's really not a lot. Reduce your consumption time by 20% and replace the consumption time with production time. So what I mean by this is if you watch TV, even if you're doing self-development, things like listening to this podcast. I listen to podcasts while I drive. I listen to podcasts while I put on my makeup for the day or while I comb my hair or while I get dressed. So I'm able to do those things and listen to the podcast and not take away from something else because those are things that I have to do anyway. Um, I'm encouraging you to identify 20% of the time that you spend consuming. Take that time and do, maybe it's journaling. If you wanna write a book, maybe sit down and take that 20% of your your time normally spent consuming and work on writing a chapter in a book. Maybe you are, um, maybe you want a podcast. Take 20 minutes. If you don't know how to podcast, if you've never done it, you don't know where to start, take 20 minutes, or not 20 minutes, take 20% of the time that you normally would spend consuming and set a goal to research podcasting, find out how you would get started and then make a high level plan to do that. So I'm not gonna spend too much time on this today. I just, it was heavily on my mind and I really, really wanted to put it out there and just share with everyone. We need to move more in a place of producing instead of consuming so much. So when we consume, we are distracted from producing. And you were made for so much more. You were made to do something great. I believe we were all made and created to do something great. We are human beings and we have the ability to create. But because we are consuming so much, especially in this information age, we are losing our ability to readily create. It, we, we don't give our, our brains that opportunity to just sit in a space of creation and, and visualize and think and dream and innovate and then take that and actually put it out on paper or record it, whatever it is you do to capture it. Um, yeah, I love you and I just want to see you succeed in the areas that you were meant to succeed in. I want to see you create i want to see you produce and i'm not just saying this um for you i'm saying it for myself as well all right have a great great day and i'll catch you back here next week when we start part one of our five-part series on goal setting